Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. Father, we thank you that your word is powerful. It's a double-edged sword. And I thank you for the privilege as the shepherd of this house to feed your people. I thank you because this word is not feeding them only today. But it is echoing throughout eternity. Generations that come if you so tarry you will still use this word to encourage a man and establish a woman. So I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, one of the things that I find is that it is easier to believe negative things than to believe positive things. Uh, men have been conditioned for evil because we were sold over to the evil spirit. So it is easier for you to sin than for you to do good. You understand? For example, it is actually more natural to you as a natural man to be disloyal than to be loyal. It is easier for a natural man to lie than to say the truth. Like sometimes you don't even have a reason. Like you could be just late in church. And they ask you why are you late today? And you say my border border delayed. You get it. Eh? And you realize you didn't actually have to to lie. You, no could man have no just said, you could just have said, I, I watched TV a lot. And no one is going to take you to prison. But it is just easier for a natural man to say a lie than to speak the truth. You get it? It's like for guys. It is, it is easier to think bad thoughts about ladies to think nice thoughts. It is just like that. Because the natural man is bent to evil. In fact, the Bible says he does not understand spiritual things. So you must exercise yourself to godliness. You must exercise yourself to godliness. And, and so you must purge yourself from an evil conscience. So that you embrace 
God, God consciousness. In fact, one of the weeks as we move forward in our first 40 days of fasting and prayer, I will spend a whole week just talking about a godly conscience. Because it is very important that you think the way God thinks about you. So, uh, you will see that Jacob, for example, he was called Jacob all the time. But the two times he encountered God that we saw. When he said, God bless me. God just said, no, you are not Jacob. You are, you are, you are Israel. So you realize that in heaven, he had a different name. But on the earth, he was called a, a supplanter. He was called a liar. And he lived true to that name. A cunning, thieving person. That's why never name your son Jacob. Praise the Lord. But God would look at him and for God he would see Israel. Do you know what Israel means? So, while the rest of the world was defining and calling him thief, miser, a trickster, a person who conman, in heaven, they were seeing him as the child of the of the promise. The seed through whom Abraham's posterity would be continued. So he was called the prince. In heaven. Now, even you, here on earth, we call you Nakamate. We call you Namale. We call you Kidaha. We call you, you get it? Put your botanical name there. That's how we call you. But in heaven, you also have a name. Yes. Like me in heaven, I am called the son of God. Do you understand? I am called a prince of heaven. I am called, here is another thing, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? But it is easier to believe evil things than to believe, uh, especially I'm saying, if you are carnal, if you are fleshly. In fact, one of the ways to test if you are no. is how fast you believe bad news. Like when you see a thing, you immediately see evil. When you see a person, you immediately just think bad things. You are conscious of evil. You get it. Mm. You know, one time a guy cut me off. I was in a traffic and a guy cut me off. And went very fast. You know, one of the things that came to my mind was, oh my God, this man, what trouble does he have that is making him go that fast? 
Does it have someone in hospital? Oh, I, know like, I, I began creating this scenario would make a person do such. And I was having uh, pity. It was not, it never used to be that way. It used to be that if someone cut me off like this, I'll be saying, what a stupid person. But I also surprised myself. Like, I, I caught myself thinking about all the, the, the good reasons why someone would do a stupid thing. Maybe, he has a, maybe his wife is expecting. They just given him a, a phone call. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you are spiritual, you are thinking about things in a spiritual way. That's why you see judgmental people are not really godly people. You understand? It, it just means they are more carnal. They see more evil than they see good. Because you don't know why someone is uh, that day, why that person, you enter their office, they just backed at you. So you may enter your, the, the office and someone is very angry at you. But what you don't know is that she spent the whole night, her husband is beating her. But she has a lot of problems. You just need to have mercy on her. You, you get it. Muntegera. Hello. Jemuli. An evil conscience. Immediately just is a bad person. While God looks at this person and has mercy. So a godly person also looks at that person and has mercy. We are talking about altars. Because I am saying this because the, the, the preaching and the teaching on altars is not new in Uganda. And I believe it was a revelation that God gave that actually rescued our country. In fact, it stopped a number of things that were happening in our nation. I really believe that the revelation, especially uh, people like uh, 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 Apostle John Mulinde, current. Uh, people like uh, pa uh, Pastor uh, Stephen Senfuma. Stephen Senfuma. Uh, it, it was a whole group of pastor people, people like, like Pastor Chimuli Yeah, mm. uh, the, the, these fathers of us, they stumbled and God gave them a revelation of altars. And I believe that those the the the, the altars they set up ended up rescuing our country from bloodshed because Uganda had been under bloodshed from 19... From 19... From about 
were living when the wars ended then we began having thieves we began having a lot of deaths bloodshed, AIDS and all those bad things but when these men of God began praying there's pastor God got him to set up such prayer altars that man that man could pray. He was managing hot loaf. But he could pray until the whole of Kabale began praying. It was a whole revival that went on. However, like I said, the devil is bad because it is much easier to believe evil than to believe God. Now, I start that way because the same way negative altars operate, godly altars also operate in the same way. But when the message of the altars came out, when we began to identify the negative altars, we kind of got stuck there. And so, everything became about demons. Everything about ancestral spirits. Everything became about naming the aunties, the uncles, casting out chickens and goats. We began to see all the hills that had demons. And we, and we began to see workplaces and So we began to identify more of the negative altars and we forgot to establish godly altars divine altars so in one way you are breaking this one but you are putting nothing there and Jesus had wonders. He said, when you enter a strong man's house and you chase a demon, the demon goes. And then it comes and checks and peeps when it realizes that the house is empty. It goes back and solicits seven others and brings them. So when you kicked uh, witchcraft out, when you kicked bloodshed out, homosexuality came with its pastors began to be the ones to steal money. Churches became are places that were of manipulation and deception. Because we kicked out the other one but we stayed emphasizing negative altars and forgot that 
there is a way of establishing godly altars. And we needed to establish godly altars. Now, on the other side, those of us who looked and said, those of us who thought they have overly given their demons airtime, we just say, no, let's not even talk about it. Let, let, let's not even talk about it. Let us not so, we still did not do nothing. But now, God is opening our eyes. Hallelujah. Amen. To how to establish godly altars. Now, I've given you several definitions of an altar. And uh, let me tell you something about altars. And it applies to um, it applies to both spiritual altars and negative altars. So I want you to have a more godly conscience. So when you hear me say things, think about the ability of God mostly. Because one way you know that an altar is operating is when you see recurrent Patterns. So you can know that there is a presence of an altar in your life or in your family or in any region by the consistency of patterns and occurrences. So when you see things that are do, they, they, they are happening, they are the same, they are the same. So, so then you know there are certain altars that are being, that were established or that are operating. Now, I, I have a list of things I can show you that, uh, that can be used to identify if uh, certain altars are operating. But I don't feel like giving you that list. Because I know some of you will begin to identify those things and begin to say, ay, 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 ay. Nafada. We died a long time ago. Nafada. We died a long time ago. When in reality, you were dead. But now you have been made alive. Greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. You understand? So the problem is not that negative altars. The thing is, God is looking for a man and a woman who will establish a godly altar and make sure they maintain it. Hallelujah. Amen. And make sure they maintain it. Now, just as you see that negative altars are patterns that do repeat within your life. For example, let me give okay, just one example. Near successes. 
There are people who have patterns of near successes. And like, yes, so it's like you are almost big, like you go through all the interview process. They even tell you we've given you the job. Uh, you will report to work on Monday. Okay. Mm. You pass the interview on interview Wednesday. They tell you you will come back on Monday. In fact, you start work on Monday. On Friday, come and pick you up your what your, your contract. Then you come on Friday to pick your contract. They say, "Ha, ah, Madam, we are sorry. Um, something came up, and uh, we we just." When we looked at our finance, we realized we can't employ another one. We have put you on the waiting list. When things clear up, we will give you a call. And that call never comes. Uh, and okay, you say okay. Then, then uh, you get the opportunity to go out. Your uncle pays for all the things to get the visa. You even get the visa. Everything seems to be working out. As you are going to the airport, the day before you are going to the airport is when Museven comes and says, There <laughs> And the lockdown hits for two years. Lockdown never away. After two years, your visa is expired. And then the person who invited you dies of corona. COVID. There are people who have uh, patterns of near success. Now, even if you are, even if when you like you you estimate you are seeing, you are like, ah. So I think that is me. Today, it is changing. In fact, if you, if you are truly biblical, you will notice that it was already done. That it changed actually. It actually it changed not even at the cross. Because Jesus Christ was crucified before the foundation of the earth. So you realize that your good life was set before the foundation of the earth. So there is no cast. And it takes effect on you. When you cast one who is blessed, the curse comes to you who has cursed. You get me? God told Abraham, I will bless whoever blesses you. I will curse whoever curses you. Let me tell you, when a person blesses me, I am happy, I appreciate them, but I also know it is to your advantage to bless you. If you curse me, I look at you and I am amazed. 
I'm like, you did that. Are you sure? Are you really sure you want to do that? Because me, I don't have to say anything. Because maybe I need to pray for you. In fact, that's why Jesus told us we should pray for our enemies. Because it is very bad for someone to be my enemy. Like, I don't wish it on them. Am I helping somebody? Am I helping someone? That must be your understanding. Because the patterns of altars that were established, they were established by men who agreed with demons. Now here you came, Bakuita Island. You came here, you're called Helen. Helen. And you have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you. Now, the one who was demon possessed and you who has the Holy Spirit who is, who is better? Let us stand the two of us. You have your thing. I have my good thing. Now start. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you guys understand what I'm we saying? We shall fear no evil. We shall fear no evil. So you are with me. I told you, you are with me. When, da- when da- David said, Me, I have a different story. You are with me, you are upon me, and you are within me. That is my story. Why are some people still just Do you understand what I am saying? I am talking about you. God has clothed himself with you and clothed you with himself. I am a very different man and woman. You know, when I speak like this, some people... Some people think I'm bragging. But it is what it is. Some man says the things found me here. It is, it, I just... That is how I found things. Before you were born. I knew you. Before you were. Eh? Hey. You, I set you apart. I also was born and By the time that he released me from wherever. He set me in this generation. He had a plan for my life. He had a strategy for my life. Look at the person next to you and tell them. If you're not one, you're not one. I'm not easy. I am not easy. I am not easy. I am not easy. Me that you see here. I am full of God. I am full of God. I need to bring you up here. Because um, 
You must realize the power that God has vested in you. And start walking in that power. I will always tell you. Whenever angels see a man afraid, intimidated, worried, anxious, depressed. Now, I'm not saying that those things are not real. Let me say real. Because they are real. Uh, but uh, when the angels see it, they are amazed. They are even more amazed when they see a believer in Jesus Christ and they are intimidated and they are afraid. But they have switched off the lights. If they switch off the lights, you'll be the light in the darkness. You understand what I'm saying? Hey! I know this. I know it. One time, before we had electricity in our house, my mom was in the kitchen. And we had only one lamp. I will call it a lamp. <laughs> we had one what? We could afford paraffin for only one lamp. And we were cooking in the kitchen. So when mama is cooking, all of us are in the what? We are in the kitchen. That is where the one she needs to watch to what she is cooking. So then after, she tells my big brother Stephen, go in the house and bring Plates. Now Stephen goes and stands at the corner of the house. And then comes back and says, Mama, I can't see. I don't see any. You don't see plates. I don't see anything. I don't have light. You tell Jesus to light up for you. He with our mothers. He took it literally. Jesus, yes, please light for me. The light comes. He goes in. Picks all the plates. Brought it back. Very happy. And Mama asked, "So how come you saw it?" Jesus gave me the light. You understand what I'm saying? So when I say, when you are in a dark place, you will be the light in the eye. Know what I'm talking about? You know, you know, you people. Me. I, I thought these things were no more. I, I just was there. I thought these things were the things you do when you are locally there. Until I met some of you. <laughs> but I thank God. Because from today, these things are going to be our normal. You see, this is what Paul told the believers. When you gather, one comes with a psalm, another comes with a prophecy, and another comes with a... 
Yes. Now you, you came to church. What did you come with? You're waiting for let them worship and I enter. Like they worship and you enter. Where, okay, 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 you can enter. But where have you been? Where are you coming from? Which spirit are you bringing? Let me not go in there. Let's go back to altars. Praise the name of Jesus. You see, this time of praying and fasting, you shouldn't be coming here to enter. No, you should be in. Like you entered the first day. So you are in. You don't come out. And hopefully, after the 40 days, you will be stuck there. Glory be to God. That is our goal. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Wow. This is exciting. So, in Genesis chapter 35, verses 3, God told Jacob, God had told Jacob in chapter 1, Arise and go to Bethel and dwell there and build me an altar there. Then, Jacob told his family, Let us arise and go up to Bethel. We looked at that yesterday. Let us arise and go up to Bethel. And I will make an altar there to God. So, remember that's where we stopped yesterday, right? That's where we stopped. So we are continuing. And now the art of establishing an altar. Now, I am not saying the art of building an altar. I have corrected it to the art of establishing an altar. Because now look at this text. Let us arise and go to Bethel. But everything I've been describing as I'm introducing this is telling you that today Bethel is not a place out there. You have become the dwelling place of God. Do you understand? Until right now, Kakati, when you came to Jesus and became a believer in Jesus, God came and took up residence in you. You are now the highway to heaven. That is why in reality you don't need an open heaven because you open heaven wherever you are. Am I talking to somebody? 
I pray that we are going to leave this place because there is someone who has understood this mystery so that we can become wild for God. Please Wherever you stand, the owner of heaven, you are right there with him. These things of this atmosphere is closed. How? Like heaven is closed to God. Like heaven is closed to God. This mentality is what is going to help you. You wake up in the morning and you need to pray. And you're like, I don't feel like praying. I, I don't feel. This atmosphere. And I am telling you the truth. That kind of atmosphere is in between your ears. It is not what you feel. It is what you know and believe. And I will give you shepherds that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Who is, uh, who is ready to take some spiritual dose? So, do you understand what I'm saying? This thing of, um, I, I, man, I, you know, I used to have those things. I need to wait for a certain atmosphere in order to flow. When I realize that, now when I come in a place, I create, I am the atmosphere. atmosphere. Yeah, I am. You know, yeah, you know, I used to be with Muse. And we would go in the gardens. We are visiting farms. Then we get on a boat. We come back to Gaba. Then he goes and visits buildings. And then he just remind me. At noon we have to go and preach at a certain lunch hour. Then he's looking. Then, and he, then I, I tell him, Mosey, then we need to go. Oh, go. Go get me my Bible. I get his Bible. He removes his gambuts. good shoes. And we drive. Then we get there. Me, I am thinking. He hasn't prayed. Like, he has just been around. Some states. I am like, these things don't match. Hey, hey. But you must carry an understanding that God is not like, okay, let me ask you, where is heaven? Do you know the earth is rotating like this? Did you know that? Do you know that right now you may be upside down? What you call up, what you called up at the end of at the last what you called up in June. 
is now down. Do you know that you are you are you are part of is it a, a milk way smanya a milk way? You, you, you are part of a galaxy and, and the, no one knows how big the universe is the universe and, and is just one part of that when you stand on another planet you look at the earth and it is like one of the stars you are seeing up in heaven and so you will realize that uh, the of God is bigger than our peanut brain can manage to understand. But it is such a mystery that that same God would make us his habitation. You see, these things are all by faith. Like God says it, you believe it, you are You activate it. So one of the things you must understand that you need not go to a high place or a low place in order for you to be to find God. You see, these things I am seeking God. It's nice language. It's nice language. But in reality, you, are, you should know the one you are seeking is in you. Oh yes. He says, I am not so far. Says, I am nearer than... So, God is not far. No, 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 no. Do you remember? When they, when they got Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego, these guys thought they were throwing three people in the fire. By the time they got in the fire, they were looking. Ah, didn't we throw in three? Didn't we throw in three? Where did the fourth one Yes, and he looks like the son of God. I am telling you, my friends. Whatever is on the inside of you is big. Stop looking down on yourself. Stop looking down on yourself. You are not a normal man, a small man. No, you're not. You understand? Hey. Hey. Like shaking you like this. You are the Bethel of God. You are you and and so after Jacob saw God, he says, Hey, this is El Bethel. This is the God of the on house of God. On so I can say, this is the God of Alex. Oh, yes. Glory be to God. My God. This poor man. People gave him money. People gave him money. When they gave him money, he said to them, this is how he blesses them. Thank you for giving me back my money. For standing with me in ministry. My God. I don't know about yours. 
but mine will supply your needs. All of them. <laughs> hey, hey. Glory be to God. Is there someone who understands that he's not just God out there? He is personal. My God, this is my God. I think I have a someone that I preach saying, this is my God. I preach a someone called this is my God. Because he is my God. He is my God. Where does he live? Our God does not live in temples made by men. No, 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 no. Our God dwells in hearts that invite him in. Let me show you something. First Peter chapter 2. It's a fun scripture. Look at this. First Peter chapter 2. Woo, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's start from verses 5. Uh, Let's start from 4 anyway. Because you don't want to start a sentence in the middle. Let's read it together. He says, Again, Uh 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 So this is him. Him. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, so we finished talking about who? Him. We finished talking about him. Now we are talking about? Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Uh-huh. You also, as living... Now, wait, wait. Let's first go back because I want you to know something. Because you missed what, how it starts. It says, coming to him. Mm. So, where are we going? We are coming to him. Then they describe him. And, and you also. So, where are we coming? Ah, come on. You want us to go back? Let's Today, go back. Young boy, uh-huh. coming to him as to a living stone. Go to five. Uh, you also coming to him as to a living stone. You also as living stone. You will see yourself all the things you want to see yourself. You may see yourself as your auntie said. You may see yourself as your friend said. She doesn't know how to dress up. She doesn't know how to do makeup. You are good to nothing. You know, evil conscience is bad. You can see yourself that way. But there is also a weather Bible There is also a weather scripture And he says, we, we are coming to him as to 
living stones you know what that look says the very same way Jesus looks like you think you would joke with me the Bible says when we get to heaven God is going to get the devil put him there yeah? mm. we will look at him and we will wonder is this the man that made the nations tremble you guys you don't have no reason to fear the devil when you get to heaven you will wonder they can think you were scared of was like a small insect compared to the giant that you are come on hey. I am not a weakling so he says when was I giving you that testimony? When malaria came last year. When I vomited, I told it. You also. The following morning. I was here preaching to you. You didn't even know I was sick. I, in fact, coming to him. As to a living stone, you also, as living stones, are being built up that is why to offer up. So, where is the altar? Where is the altar? Where is the altar? So, I realized. That the challenge is not for you to build the altar. Because you are being built up. Into a spiritual house. Bethel. That dwelling place of God. Bethel. The dwelling place of God. Now your challenge is establishing yourself as the altar. As the altar. Yesterday my mama visited me and she said something that, is amazed, that amazed me. No, she's very, she's She's not very old. But she said, you know, I was talking to Jesus at the end of the year. At the beginning of the year. By the way, when I see, when I, like even me when I'm saying these things, they, they feel, they sound so, yeah, but for her when she's saying them, she's just like making normal conversation. I told Jesus this year that I'm just going to go and sit there at his feet. I'm just going to sit there at his feet. 
I pray for you guys. <laughs> I said, that's my mama. Do that. There's no theological school that is going to teach you that. But when you read the Bible, you realize that God tells the old people to to do the work of intercession. But it is something that is just worked in her. You are being built up into a spiritual house. You are being built up into a spiritual house. Now, an altar. So when you understand, that's why the Bible tells you in Romans 12 that therefore do not conform yourself to the pattern of this world. Let me get it and read it for you. Romans 12 verses 1. Says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice that is a living that is wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So you realize that your body has become the dwelling place of God. You have become an altar. You have become an altar that now needs to have daily sacrifices. Living sacrifices that are holy and acceptable to God. And he says, this is your reasonable service. Anything other than that is unreasonable. Now, an altar is set in place to, to authorize spiritual realities to intervene in natural realities. Now, if you are an altar, you have been set in place to bring spiritual realities and cause them to have dominion in the natural world. One of the challenges God has with you you refused to discover who you are. You still have that thinking of Egypt. Where you look at giants and you see yourself as a grasshopper. But from today, you are being delivered from grasshopper mentality. You know, these days I've been driving around Kampala. And as I drive around Kampala, I am seeing multitudes of men and women. 
that I am influencing towards God. I am seeing scores and scores. I am seeing myself being a solution to many. Now you, join me. Join us. Let us go. Let us change this nation. We are the solution this nation has been waiting for. Do you understand? You are the solution your families have been waiting for. God set you in that place as an altar before God. Now there are certain things that must happen wherever an altar is. Because an altar sets up a pattern. Do you understand? An altar sets up a pattern of worship. A pattern that accesses the divine. I'm going to put a pause there. And then tomorrow, I'm going to give you four things. Maybe five. If I'm happy, I may get to the sixth one. But if I get excited to the seventh one, that, an, that mark an altar. And it is these seven things that when you lay a hold on, you establish an altar. Because a lot of you have forfeited your places in God because of lack of an altar. Even as we talk right now, God is with you. God is helping you. God is working with you. But you are in Laban's house. And we need to get you out of Laban's house and come back to the place of Canaan where the promises of God must be fulfilled and will be fulfilled. So tomorrow is going to be our final sermon on altars. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 706 572 or 0776 579 679